Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 118 of the WW Bro podcast with me, your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. from the Patreon group on Facebook Live, uh, usually 8 p.m., a little later today because I had some technical difficulties, but I figured it out. Um, I, you'd think I would know this by now, but, um, you would think you would, you would think. think, and, uh, as you can hear, episodes, Anthony. I'm joined Anthony by, can't do it. I'm joined by <laughs> comedian Brian McKenna. Yay. Yay. And, uh, I'll get, I'll take care of some business first. Then we'll get into McKenna. Um, if you do want to become a Patreon member, if you want the high technology that we're offering on this podcast after 118 episodes here. You can go to www.bropodcast.podbean.com, become a member there, or you can go to patreon.com, search www.bropodcast, and always available on my website, anthonydlive.com. Um, the live podcast is still in flux. It's probably not going to be May 23rd as the pandemic uh, rages on and they keep pushing things back. Um, but as of now, it is on May 23rd. Next week, it'll probably be a different date, just the way things are going. But again... Tickets are available at www.podcast.podbean.com. Um, you know what? It figures uh, that, that McKenna's joining me for this episode. I got to do my weekly reflection and my weigh-in results, and it figures it's this week that he's here. Um, I'll go ahead. I can hear you. Broke up. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We're back on. You hear me now? Yeah. All right. Um, yep, you're good. <clears throat> John Ziegler says, do you need help with your board? <laughs> <laughs> I got to have him come and help me with this. Um, I'll give my pre weigh in reflection. Another week of blue dots. That makes 28 in a row. I feel like I had another great week on plan. Didn't go off track, and I'm expecting a loss tomorrow. Uh, that would be four in a row. Of course, I am waiting for the other shoe to drop, but hoping for a loss and end the month strong. No matter what, it was another week of taking care of myself. So, with that being said, I will give you my uh, weigh in today. And of course, it figures if if I could have picked a day that I didn't want this to happen, it is today. If it's the one day I should have just did this for myself. I'm actually up this week four point eight. I, I it was like a punch to the face this morning. Um, I, I weigh in upstairs because my dad has a scale. I don't have a scale, so he goes, "How'd it go?" I go, "Not good." <laughs> I said, "F you my life." You don't even have a scale. No, because I'd be on it every five seconds. Okay, I mean. You weigh yourself all the time. You would no, think that you would I don't, fucking I don't invest weigh, in a scale. I don't you, weigh you my, bought a new board, but you didn't buy a scale. I don't weigh myself all the time. I weigh myself once a week. Okay. So that's the same as if I'm at the center, I'm weighing myself that once a week. Okay. You understand? Yeah, no, I, no, yeah, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I get it, Anthony. As you drink your WWE Big Gulp. <laughs> that's my John Cena cup. What I'm saying is, if I had a scale in the house, I would be on it every five seconds seeing what my weight was doing. It would drive me insane. <laughs> I, I know myself. I know I'm a crazy person. Oh, that's good. So I'm glad that finally caught up to you. Oh, I've, I've admitted it for years, but you know, I'd be really tempted to be wait. So I don't, I don't want to do that. So when this whole pandemic happened and they shut the centers down, I was going to buy a scale. My dad goes, I have one just weighing up here. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps me from like, you know. But now I would get a scale because now it's going on until like June, like just to figure to have one. But now yeah. I'm nervous about like getting a scale and it's different from up there to down here. You understand how I'm, it's like the craziness I of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that makes sense, I guess. So uh, it is what it is. And it figures that you're on tonight. Um, but you know what? If it was any other week, I would have been like, you know, probably ready to have a meltdown. But I, I don't feel I'm not mad about it. I'm not upset about it. It is what it is. I know I had a good week. What do you what do you think what do you think went wrong if you had to if you had to put your finger on it? I felt I felt bloated all week. I felt like I was retaining water all week. I felt mm-hmm. it in my legs. I felt, you know, um my knees were bothering me this week. Uh is there I, any particular reason why? A lot of rainy you feel weather. Like that? There was a lot of rainy weather, which my knees my knee bothers me anyway. Oh, wait. It rains and then you retain water. Is that what you're saying? I guess so. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. All I'm doing is just thinking about, like you know. I'm saying, was it the food? Could it have been the food? Was it the? Was it? I, uh, I might have had more salt intake and not enough water. You know, I'm thinking about it. I didn't. I, I probably didn't drink as much water as I did when I was home working than in the office, just because I'm sitting home and just drinking water. You know, it's right next to me. All you know, when you're working, it's. Yeah. So I'm gonna up my water intake this week at work. During the day, I'll watch my sodium intake, and I'll see what happens. Z- John Ziegler said you can weigh yourself on the board. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he have anything else to do? No, oh, this wait. is this oh, is he doesn't. This is the thing. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> nobody has anything else to do but watch this <laughs> podcast, which I'm happy about. Don't get me wrong; I'm very I'm very happy about that. Um. <laughs> So as you guys can hear by now, my special guest is comedian Brian McKenna. Uh, yay. I'm yay. Here. I think I have a thing I don't think here. I've ever done this podcast before. There's really never, I don't think there's ever been a reason for me to do it. No, there's never been a reason for you to do the podcast. I think I have an applause button here. That's not it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the applause from McKenna for being on the podcast. Yeah. Um, yay. No, you never did this podcast. You did my other podcast many times. Uh, yeah. The Organized Chaos podcast. Um, yeah, the the, un, the unsuccessful podcast. The one nobody listened to. That's the one yeah, I had yeah. you on all the time. Uh, <laughs> really helped <laughs> with the career. It all makes sense. Really helped with the career. <clears throat> um, but no, this is the first time you've been on this podcast. And you actually said to me, like, you know, why why this? And uh, why not? Uh, it's, you know, it's... Um, People listen to it, and uh, yeah, you must be running low on guests. You're I'm like, running. I need somebody. Somebody who's who would sit who's around. Got nothing to do. Yeah, who would sit around for a half an hour while I try to work out my new setup? I <laughs> mean, I yesterday I I figured the whole thing out. I, I came down here. I figured the whole thing out, and then for some reason now I couldn't get audio when I went on my WW workshop on my computer. Listen, man, you should see how many Academy Awards I win when I'm practicing my acting in my in my oh, bedroom alone. You should see to, how many. And then when it comes time it. to shine, it's it's pretty bad. All right. So <laughs> I've known Brian, for you guys who are listening at home on your podcast, listening devices, either on iTunes. And if you are, please go five star rate and review. Or if you're listening for, through a www.bropodcast.podbean.com, you can still go on iTunes and review that. I've known Brian uh, since he started comedy. He's one of my oldest friends in comedy. Uh, so how long have you been doing comedy now? You've been, is it seven years? It'll I, be eight years in July. Wow. That long already? Because I just eight hit 10. Eight years in July. I just hit yeah. 10 in, in March. Yeah, you were about two. Yeah, you had, well, you were about two years ahead of me. You had to have been. Yeah, so, and uh, a lot of big things are happening for you this year so far. You, you got released an album. Yeah, so why don't you do that? Why don't you tell everybody where they can find that so they can go download oh, that right it's away? On, it's on iTunes. Uh, it is called "The Fight Is Never Over." Jim Brewer presents Brian McKenna. The fight is never over. So 
Uh, I'm proud of it. I had a lot of fun doing that material. I'm glad a lot of it's gone. A lot of it is about you. Yeah. Chunk of a big (laughs) chunk of my album is dedicated to Anthony. There is a bit on there about me. It's what's the name of the joke? So the 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 track is called Health Trends. Health Trends, uh, which I talk about some of the health trends that go on in the in the world right now. And then a big chunk of that track is dedicated to you. And I mention you by name. So here's the uh, here's the bigger question. Eight years ago when you started comedy, one, you never thought probably you'd ever have an album that Jim Pruer produced. Correct, yeah. And second, I bet you never thought you would have a joke in there about me, let alone called Health Trends. No, I always... I I always thought I was going to have a bit about you at some point. Oh, okay. (laughs) You were too fascinating of a person. We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, Jim Brewer produced the album, and uh, for the guys, those of you who don't know, if you haven't seen Brian before, Brian is Jim's opener, and uh, before this whole thing happened, Brian just did a a nationwide tour with Jim, and- uh, Did 30 cities, and we were going to do another 40 cities, and then uh, the pandemic hit. In fact, I was flying home. I flew home the Thursday before they closed everything down. So I flew home like March 13th. I was in Florida with Jim and we flew home. We didn't know how serious this all was. And then it ended and then we got (laughs) home and yeah, it turned out to be pretty serious. It's crazy to think like, you know, now that looking back on it, like you were everywhere while this is going on, like you're everywhere. So there's no, there's no escaping it. There was no escaping it. No, it was everywhere. I was all over the Midwest. I was all over Florida, all over Georgia, all over California, everywhere. So and I live in New York City, so I'm in and out of New York City. So if you look at like, ever, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I was asymptomatic. I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe you're just, you know, you're a healthy person, and uh, it didn't affect you the way that it affects other people. I, yeah, I guess. I don't. I hope that's the case. Let's hope that's. The... Yeah, like my my dad thinks we all had it already because we were all sick at the same time. My brother and his and his kids and his wife were upstairs living here. Also, we were all sick. It like ran through the house. Yeah. And we don't know what it was. We just thought it was flu season. So, I mean, it could be, but he's going to take the antibody yeah. test this week at work. Yeah. I actually just did it. Did you get your results back? I the, no, I didn't get there. I, I did it two, day, two days ago. They said okay. three days. I did it at my supermarket in Brooklyn, right in front of the produce section. Like, <laughs> like right in front of the carrots. This, they're like, okay, let me get your blood. I'm like, what? Really? Can yeah. we move it to like the pharmacy part? And Ziegler said you yelled at him for getting chicken cutlets and you're out touring the nation. Yeah, I was on tour in the nation before. Tell Zeke to go. Tell Zeke to go watch a movie or something. Uh, so, you know, with, you know the antibody test. My dad's going to take that, and he says like if he has the any or it comes up that he had corona. Basically, we had it too. That's what he's thinking. Like, yeah, you most likely had it. Yeah, <clears throat> but I still want to take the test just to just to find out. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to get too much into the pandemic because it's I'm it's. You know, people are going crazy with it. It's on everybody's mind. So I figured we'd have a, a, a fun guest on today and we, we just get into it a little bit. Um, and when, when I asked Brian to be on, he goes, what am I going to talk about? But, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have Brian on, he's actually one of the most regimented people I know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, you know, he always has a routine. Like, you know, I know we always like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I blame it on Catholic school for the most part, because there's six kids in my family and we all went to Catholic school and it was like, you had to be up at a certain time. Yeah. You had to eat and be out the door at this time because in Catholic school it was, I think a little different than public school that you got detention if you were late. So there was no 
and I played sports, baseball, basketball. So I wasn't allowed to get detention because it was two hours after school because I had practice. So I was never, I'm never late. I have to be on a, I also think it's part OCD. So. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I can never be late. I have a lot of that, I think, plays into a mild case of OCD I have. But what I was always, like, impressed with, like, this is the whole time I knew you, like, cause, you know, when we first met, I, I wasn't, uh, let's just say, wasn't really taking care of myself or have a, any kind of a, a program I was following or anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we... Oh, no, you were, you were on a program. It, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was a different type of program. A different, different type of program, but, like... Yeah. I remember like, I, I got to get up. I got to go to the gym and I got to do this. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, what do you got to do? Yeah, that for? You, you used to ask me that all the time. I'd be like, yeah, no, I have to leave. I used to leave the club right after I did a set. You'd be like, why? You're like, oh, I have to get up early because I have to work out at 5 a.m. before I go to work. And you're like, why would you? Yeah, I'm like, sleep. Why would you work out at 5? And I go, because it makes me feel good. Yeah. And Ziegler said you bef- were like, before you, he was the fit comic. You kind of took that away from him. Yeah. Okay. If he was the fit comic, <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 47-year-old balding Jewish guy. <laughs> he worked at a gym. He's not the fit comic. <laughs> yeah, I, like you were always work, like you said you get up at 5 o'clock, you worked out, you went to work, and you, you had like your meals also prepped and everything too, and it was like always like boring. So I'm like, just eat like good food. And they're like, no, nah, I eat to fuel my body. So you had this like this crazy routine to me that was crazy, not knowing that yeah, I'd be doing something that, like it. That- that I I'm a weird specimen of person because I don't care. Food doesn't do it for me. Like I don't love food. I eat it cause I have to. Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? But th- 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 obviously people, not everyone, most people probably listen to this podcast probably are not, don't have that kind of no. mentality. It's just like, it was, I never looked at food like, Oh my, like my fiance loves food. She loves to eat. She likes to, Oh, I like to try this. I want to try that. I don't care. I could eat the same Turkey sandwich and chicken and pasta or chicken and vegetables every night for the rest of my life. It wouldn't be a problem. But like most people can't do that. And it's, I get it. I mean, it's, uh, but I have my, my vices too. I have, my, there's things that I like to do that people would be like, well, why would you do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? So food just isn't a vice for me. Which I'm jealous um, of. I wish that food wasn't a vice for me. Well, I wouldn't have this podcast. Here's so. the thing. I like certain, but here, mm. I don't know what it is. That's a good question. I've never actually sat down. I, I don't know what, sometimes I like food, but it's not, it's not, um, it's not the end all be all for me. Like I'd rather be able to have chicken and broccoli and then have a beer. Like beer makes, makes me happy. You understand? So like, yeah, absolutely. But I don't, it's like, so that's my kind of vice, I guess. You I, know what I, mean? I totally get that. Cause like, you know, I'm like the opposite. Like I would rather have like a good meal and I, I could give or take alcohol. Yeah. I'm, I'm at a, I'm at a really, a, I'm a, like, I like beer, but like I. Yeah. You can live without it. I could, I could, if I never had, if I never had alcohol again, I would be okay. That's, that's, yeah. you know, how, you know, and some, and listen, people enjoy it. My, my, a lot of people, in my family enjoy it. Uh, they enjoy food as well. Uh, they enjoy everything. Uh, I can't just, you know, it's just I can't do anything in moderation like like they can do things in moderation. Now, is alcohol on the Weight Watchers plan? I know nothing about Weight Watchers plan. So, can you have al- Can you have like beer? Yeah, it's, is it, it on the plan? It's points. I mean, it's it's a lot of po- alcohol is a lot of points because there's a lot of you know sugars in it. Um, okay, but yeah, no, you can drink on it. In fact, I mean, it's all you see is. Um, Save points for wine, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, no, there was like all the all the women are like wine, to, you know, happy hour. Yeah. Save points for Walk wine. Down Wednesday, yeah. Like they sell wine glasses with like dots on them that show you the point value when you get to like you pour the oh, wine. That's a smart idea. Yeah, that's so a really smart idea. 
which I don't, you know, I, I, a lot, sometimes, um, I get DMS from people giving me, you know, shit about smoking cigars. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, you know, you're, you should, you know, you do you know, all this thing to take care of yourself and you're smoking cigars. I'm like, yeah, you just guzzled like, you know, a bottle of wine. Is that, is that like, you know, the yeah, healthiest? The yeah, so we all, like you said, we all have our vices. I, I, everyone's got vice. I know people who, I know a guy who doesn't drink, but he plays video games 10 hours a day. Yeah, rot your brain. Like, well, is that, I'm like, is, how is that any better? You know I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I was always impressed with like, you know, the workouts that you did and everything. Um, because again, I was, when I first started comedy, I wasn't really working. And I would just sleep until like eleven. I'd watch nine hundred two one zero. Talk to I Ziegler. To yeah, you. That's right. You were working, you were cleaning pools. You actually came over and watched you watch nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, I was in the neighborhood, and I said, you know what? Let me, I got to see this. I got to. So I stopped what I was doing, and I went into the house, <laughs> and I watched Anthony watch nine hundred two one zero, and he was reacting as if he's never seen the episode before, <laughs> while he was calling out the lines from every character. So he was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he's going to say this next." And he would say what was happening. It was, it was, and they had characters was... in there that were in later episodes. And I was like, "Look at this guy! This guy plays this guy down the road." Yeah. It was, yeah. Have yeah. was... you ever watched? You ever, you ever binge watch a show that clearly wasn't meant to be binge watched? It's like you see those characters all the time. Like I rewatched Dawson's Creek. There's yeah. like seven characters that are like small parts, and then later on in season three, they're like well, major characters. In they're the like, '90s, oh. they had no idea. That they'd be streaming no. and binge watch because even in the no. Sopranos, I've noticed a couple of uh, recurring characters. Bunch. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch. There's only so many, uh, you know, goombas you can find that you know fit the fit the profile. I guess that that will fit into think. that. You would think. I mean, these. You, know, you would think, but just look who's on stage. Yeah. And you know, find it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, the whole the whole fitness thing. I always like to when I have somebody on here who's doesn't never had a weight problem and never had to go through the things that, you know, I go through, some of the listeners go through. Was fitness always here? What? Well, okay, I'll say this. So I have it in another way that you guys don't. So you guys are all trying to lose weight, and yeah. I have an impossibility to gain weight. Okay, we, no one feels sounds, bad for you. No, I know no one feels bad, <laughs> but, when you're, but when you're so, when you're so <clears> thin <throat> and you're trying to gain weight and you can't, you know what I mean? Like you literally can't. It's the opposite thing. Like it becomes so frustrating. Like I can't. When I lift weights, I started lifting weights because I wanted to gain weight because I was mm-hmm. very skinny because I was tired of being told that I was skinny. So I would start lifting weights. And the issue was I couldn't I couldn't gain weight. I had to go on supplements to gain weight. Like I had to literally go on all different types of proteins and all different types. And I had to figure out what worked for me Okay. with all those supplements. So in a way, no, it's not the same. There's still – but there's still struggles on both ends. You know what I mean? Like I'm not somebody who can – who can gain, it just takes a long time for me to do it. And it's frustrating because when you're sitting there going to the gym an hour and a half a day, lifting heavy weight, you know, bench pressing, whatever, doing this, doing that. And then you literally see a point, a point two increase. You're like, well, what the, what, what, what do I have to do here? You're like, what, you get the same frustration. You get the frustration I had today. Um, Yeah. It's the same frustration. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, that would be like me going up and losing four pounds. I'd be like, well, what? I don't understand. I ate six meals a day. And you're like trying to figure it out, and it's yeah, it becomes incredibly frustrating. So is that how you, that's how you got into working out? You wanted to put on some weight, or you just wanted? Yeah, to- I was I was very thin. I was like, um, I was I was skinny, but it looked I looked fine, but I always felt I looked weird. Okay, <laughs> I always felt like I really I always felt like I looked very strange. So yeah, that's how it started. I just started lifting weights, and then also it there was you know women. It helped. 
It makes you feel better when a woman pays attention uh, to you because you have muscles. John Ziegler gave you a tip here as a personal trainer. Um, yeah, as a personal did, trainer. He did say rage burns a lot. He says, rage burns a lot of calories, he said. It's... Rage burns yeah. a lot of calories? <laughs> he should talk. This is the guy with coronavirus who was out getting was out, <laughs> out getting chicken cutlets at the supermarket. He's patient zero. <laughs> They're turning into a war here on the uh, yeah. the WW Row podcast. Okay, so you got into working out to put on some weight, which is like you know the opposite of what we're, you know, I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um. What? So did did it work like right away, or was it like a? No, it took it took a solid before anyone even noticed. I started going to the gym. It took probably eight months, nine months of like actual. And I mean, I'm I'm going every day. I'm going five days a week. Yeah. You know. Sunday through Thursday, hour a day before work. If I had to do cardio, I would try to do. You know what I mean? Like I would try to mix it after. But I tr- I didn't do as much because I wasn't trying to lose. I was just trying to put on, constantly put on weight. Okay. Um, and, so yeah, that's how it started. And it's become a big part of your life. Obviously, it's, it's well now it is. Yeah, and it's a and it's a <laughs> mental. I don't know how people. I don't know if people uh, listen to the podcast. You know, work out. Um, for mental reasons, but I work out for a lot of mental reasons. That's why this pandemic has been very difficult. It's because one of the, one of the many reasons is because it's like, I don't have that mental release mm-hmm. of like just listening to music and feeling like, Oh, I'm getting, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm really, I'm moving my body where I'm getting the endorphins going. It's very hard to do a home workout and see, get that same feeling. See, I started working out because I thought it would help my weight loss. But what I realized is that it does more for my, my mental state than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And I like you too. I miss that. I miss going to the gym, putting my headphones on, losing myself for about an hour or so. And I'm trying, I'm doing things at home and it's just not the same. It's, it's not, I don't feel the same. I I, I don't get the same endorphin rush. I don't have the same, you know, mental satisfaction after I'm done with it. I'm doing it because I have to move and I have to keep the movement going at some point. Um, but it's, it is not the same. So, you know what I think for a lot of people, you know, maybe that are on a weight loss journey, it starts off for like as a weight loss thing, but it becomes more of a a stress for me. It's a big stress reliever. There's nothing like lifting weights and the stress, you know, I feel just like melting off me as I'm in the gym, like, you know, whatever I'm holding on to, I, I get rid of inside there. And I think that's what it really becomes for people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people get it from all different you know, ways you could do yoga and get that same feeling. Yeah. I choose to lift weights. That's my, you know, version of it. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's, uh, it, it was a good place to lose yourself, but it's not, um, I would, I would give anything for them to open oh, right now. My God, that me too. That and the comedy <laughs> clubs. I mean, I, I to get it back on stage again is, yeah. The two yeah, things I, I want to do. Too. I miss that too. But you know what I don't miss about comedy? <laughs> You know what I was comedy is going to is is watching some of the bananas who go up on stage and 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 think they're good. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Sorry, that's I, a whole that's a whole other argument I could probably get into. You know what? I, I don't miss that either. And that was part of the stress I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning to go work work off. Was, yeah. was that? Um, I don't miss that either. Uh, but I, I I'm hoping. I was uh, I was uh, actually on a Zoom call the other, the other night. We did like a hangout. It was me, Mick Thomas, Dan Barry, and Dennis Rooney. Um, if you guys go look them up, watch their stuff, they're, they're funny guys. And Rooney kind of had an idea that maybe this is going to happen, that it's kind of like going to level the playing field again, like just shake it up a little bit and kind of weed out, you know, cause now, you know, you're home for X amount of days. You're not on stage. I think it's really going to show like the real comedians and people that can do this are going to, you know, 
are working at it at, at this time. And like, you know, when they come yeah. back, what are you going to, what are you going to have? Yeah, it's going to be uh, it, it is a weird playing field. Somebody, I don't know who tweeted it, but someone had a great tweet and they said, I guess we all suck at stand up now because yeah. we're all restarting. We're all going to have the same, <clears throat> like, I don't know if this is, you know what I mean? Like I haven't done it in but whatever, three months. Any new stuff we've done, rewritten is not tested. We've never done no, it in front no of a crowd idea. before. Yeah. Unless you want to go on your Facebook and do it in front in your living room for nobody oh, again. For the love of Christ. So, I mean, you know how many so people tell me to do that? that? Um, I've gotten I, 20, <laughs> 20 emails from people. I'm like, relax. I'm not that. doing it. You want to see me talk? I have a, a podcast. Like a bow tie in your living room. It is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's depressing. I'm already depressed enough. I I can't leave my living room at night. I don't need yeah. to put a, a bow tie on and tell my jokes. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't get that. I I, I don't. I mean, I get it. Like, look, we all want to get on stage. Yeah. I'm like, dude, figure something else out. That's the, yeah. That's what and that's what I think when this comes back. The thing is, you know, you're gonna have a crowd that's gonna that might be a little uneasy even sitting in the room. Hundred percent. It's gonna be not. Great for a little bit. So, I mean, that's where the cream kind of has to rise to the top a little bit. Like, you yeah. know, you have a crowd that's not, they're not right there, they're not in that right frame of mind because it's going to be, in, it's in the back of their heads that, you know, we just went through this crazy thing where you couldn't sit by next to somebody. And now you yeah. have somebody on top of you and somebody's on stage telling jokes. And if you're doing just shitty material about, yeah, your husband's hairy back and, you know, <laughs> And you know, just, that's oddly specific, Anthony. Yeah, I just I just made it up. Um, or you're doing um material, you know, uh, the same the same five jokes we're all gonna hear about the pandemic, about being stuck in the house with your wife or your husband and the kids, yeah. and you know, I don't think the crowds are gonna be as forgiving. You hope not. You hope you not. Hope, but but you or know. it could just be the opposite. Like they're just starved for any kind of live entertainment. That any uh any banana. I think it's going to be a mix of both. I think the people who do come out are going to kind of be just happy to be out. And I also think that the people that are going to come out, you know, I, I I hope they're not dumb, like in the sense that I hope they're not dumb. Like you got to understand that comics are going to suck for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Going out to comedy shows. Time you is going to be off. And time is going to be so off. off. Oh my God. Is, you know, it's going to be interesting. Cause like, I can't wait to see a guy like, you know, Brewer, who I happen to work with, you know, I'm very lucky to work with. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see how he bounces back. Cause I go, he's at the same level of where he wants to get on stage and he can't. And now he's been a professional for 20 years. He's never gone this long. So I'm curious if he could just walk up and just be hilarious as he always is, or is he going to need to go up and need, and need the reps? You know what I mean? Like, cause he's been doing it way longer than us. I would assume he's going to need reps, but he's I don't gonna know. Need reps, but I think a guy like that and professionals like that, the crowd won't be able to tell a difference, but like maybe comics nah. can, yeah, well, yeah, you know, and they're going to know their timings off, and they're not going to feel good about their sets like that. But I don't think the people are really going to know or pick yeah. up on it that much with with that. That's what I'm hoping is going to happen with me. I'm just hoping that I know my timings off, and the audience knows. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just <laughs> that's what I'm hoping too. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Ziegler said yeah, it's a weird time. He said we're going to perform for audiences who are wearing masks and. uh Spaced apart will be weird. It could be. I mean, it could be at a time where people are kind of pushed apart from each other. I kind of lost you for a second there. There you go. Hello? Yep. There you're back again. Technology, it, man. It, it broke up. It got you froze. Well, I, I was just making... What did, uh, what did Zeke 
He said that we're going to be performing for audiences who are wearing masks and spaced apart. So it's going to be weird. So which that could be a thing when they open up again. We could still have a distance, you know, people not sitting right on top of each other, like spacing the room out, like half or three. Yeah, uh, I guess. I guess. But that's going to. I don't know. It's a herd mentality. So I don't know how that's going to work. I'm just. mm. It's going to be weird. I mean, I guess whatever it is. open because they need the money, but it's, you know. Yeah. So. You know, we'll, we'll talk about like a happier time, I guess, instead of this pandemic and not performing. I, whenever I have a comedian on, I like to what I want to know what brought them to comedy. Like, what brought you into comedy? When did you want to do it? How'd you, you know, how'd you finally get started? Oh, geez. Uh, I was always, I was funny in high school. Um, on the baseball team, I would always retell stories, and people used to say, they used to tell me, oh, you can, Brian McKenna, tell the story. Okay. Hey, t- tell the story. You are the storyteller. Like, <laughs> I would do the I, I would do the characters, and I would say voices, yeah. and I would say, "No, he said this, and then I said this, and then this person said that," and I would just kind of rant and rave on the on the on the story or whatever. And I would go, and everyone said, "Like, oh, you should do stand up. You should do stand up." Actually, the first person to ever tell me that was my um, senior year government teacher. Okay, Miss Brown was her name, and she actually. Re- me at Paramount a couple ago and found her. I saw her name on social media and she, I sent her an email and then she wrote, and she ended up coming to a show. So she was oh, actually wow. the first person to ever tell me to do stand up and then she came and saw me and she was like, it's the same thing you were doing in my classroom. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Nothing has changed. Like it's the same. You, you would just start talking and I couldn't laugh because you, you were my student. And she's like, it was just funny to see you like do that now and i was like yeah that's that's how it started i always wanted to do it i never i just never had the balls to do it it took from the time that she told me when i was 17 it took still took uh three seven years i was 24 when i started i i wanted to first tell a joke at like eight or nine on a a stage and i didn't do it till i was 30 there you go did i ever tell you that story what happened no so I was, I used to go to this day camp. Um, my parents both work. So I, they, they put us in this day camp and we're doing a talent show. Yeah. And I had told the counselor, like they want to know what we wanted to do. I said, I want to tell jokes on stage. And I go, I got a better idea for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you and the two other fat kids in, in, in your group, in your group over there. And you're going <laughs> to do the twist to chubby checker and the fat boys. And okay. McKenna, I've never killed so hard on stage <laughs> doing the twist. <laughs> <laughs> to the sound, to the, the chubby checker and the fat boys cover. That's what I, we. That's all we were doing. They just lined us up, and we just did the twist. Now, remember Tef Comedy Jam? People like falling over each other. I looked down, yeah. and the counselors, like they were like high school kids. They were like falling, Dying. jumping all over each other, watching <laughs> us do this. Well, that's great. Yeah, that was awesome. It was great. that was the only time I've ever killed like that on stage. I've never had that kind of reaction from a crowd again. <laughs> But it does. It takes it takes a while sweet. to get there, and yeah, it takes a long time. And it's it's a uh, um, yeah. I mean, looking back on, I don't know. I guess there's probably deep down, if I went to a psychiatrist, they'd probably say there's a need to be heard somewhere. Yeah, there's a need somewhere along the way because I do feel I'm a I, I'm a you're an older sibling, but I'm a yeah. younger. I'm number five out of six, and I always felt like nobody ever listened to me. And I feel like stand up is one of those things where it's like, 
inherently it's like, no, you have to listen to me now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, I have the microphone. You have to listen to me. And none, none, none Nonetheless, like if if you talk, I get to yell at you for talking. Yeah, there's no way of You're, getting around it. There's no way of getting around it. You have to listen to me talk, and it's it's. Uh, I think if you, that's probably also somewhere deep within me. So I mean, you, you kind of you you done good for yourself. I mean, you started touring with Jim Brewer. I got, got lucky. Yeah. Well, no, you got Hello. lucky in the sense that you got the gig at first. You got handed the gig, which you know, listen. It, yeah, it, I got yeah. But you didn't get lucky in the sense, you know, you did the job. Jim, I worked I, like I worked my ass off. I happened to be it was luck in the sense of I was working incredibly hard yes. at this and then that opportunity showed up and then he liked me and it just worked from there. So, you know, you look at the situation like that. I like to say I got lucky because I'm being humble. Um, but it is I look at it as luck. It's like I got lucky. I I understand I worked hard, but you know, you have to, uh, luck is when, what did the, someone said it, luck is when opportunity meets, um, opportunity meets hard work. Yeah. Something like that. It's, it's, well, it's a, you, you work incredibly hard. I mean, like I was saying back to the fact that you regimented, you had times like you would, like you worked out, you went to work and you had a certain time you ate, then you actually had a certain time you would sit and write. Like everything was like, you know, the schedule. Every day. Yeah. And then you go out, did mics and. Yeah. Well, when you're busy like that, you know, I had a job at the time that. I had the only way I could lift weights and do comedy was I had to lift weights early in the morning. Yeah. It was the only time I can get to the gym. So it was like either go at 5 a.m. or or feel shitty throughout the course of the day and then have it sit in the back of your mind. And that's how you fit that like routine into your crazy schedule, especially now on the road yeah. with, with, with gym. I mean, well, it's probably easier when you're on the road to get a workout in and do stuff like that, right? Or you want to be lazy. Uh, it's hard. It's a harder to, you can get a workout in. It's just harder to get a good workout in because yeah. you're in shitty hotels. You don't know what they have. You know, I used to re like anytime we went to a good hotel or something, I would relish in the fact if the gym was good. Okay. Like I would go there and spend, if we got there, I would go there and spend two hours in there. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm not going to get this tomorrow. So you might as well, you know, do it now. Yeah, hotels, you never know what you're going to get. I stayed at a, a hotel. I was down on the shore for a week. Um, and I, I rented a hotel with a kitchen because I was going to cook for myself down there. So yeah. I'm thinking it's got a gym. Like, oh, the gym must be nice. I mean, it's like a hotel with kitchens and stuff. So I go I go in. I go, where's the gym? I go, oh, right there, down to the right. I get in there. It's like, it's two treadmills um, and like a bench. And dumbbells. That's it. That's that's the gym. That's it. That's their that's their baby. So I had my plan as fitness. I was gonna, but I just wanted to stay there and just instead of going to the gym, I just wanted to be in the hotel and go to the gym. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna go. I went I went to my regular gym. Like, what kind of workout am I getting here? Yeah. So I guess I guess you could see that, like, you know, when we're at a hotel, what kind of workout you're gonna get in? Yeah. But I also look when I say hotel, I want to be lazy. I just want to lay in the bed and watch TV all day. Really? See, I don't, yeah. I can't, I see, I don't know. I'm a morning person. I'm one of those weirdos. My fiance hates me because I'm up every morning by eight 30. She literally, she does not, she's never seen single digits in the morning. And I am like, hello, <laughs> what's up? What's, what are we doing? Well, like at eight, eight 15 AM. I get up early in that because I, well, during the week for work, I get, up, I get up at five 30. But yeah. then like on Saturday, like me sleeping late is now like eight 39 o'clock because I'm just so conditioned into waking yeah. up at five 30. I still, you know, on Saturday and Sunday, I'll pop up at like five thirty, six o'clock. Like, 
Yeah. My body's Thinking like, you're late. yeah, why aren't you up already? I'm like, no, no, I, I can sleep. I can go back to bed. Yeah. Um, but you know what you, a good way to do that is to tell yourself it before you go to bed. I read that somewhere, that if you tell yourself, you can sleep till tomorrow, I can sleep till 10. You have to actually tell your tell yourself out loud that. And then your, bo- your body will understand it when it goes to sleep. That's what I read. I don't know how true I'm going to try it Friday night. I'm like, hey, listen, yeah. you don't have to <laughs> get up tomorrow. You can yeah, yeah, sleep right. until whenever you want. Wake up at 11 yeah. o'clock tomorrow. I'm going to see if it works. <laughs> see if it works. Let me know. So this this is going to be, I think, my favorite part of the podcast and the most funny part. Um, I asked my Instagram listeners to send some questions in. Oh, God. And they sent some questions in here that I'm just, I actually was answering in my head as you. Because <laughs> I kind of <laughs> knew what was coming. Okay. So let's, let's hear these. Fucking we're going to do the questions. Can I, can I curse on here? I keep trying. I keep forgetting. Uh, try I not to. I mean, I, okay. I, I try to All keep right. it as clean as possible. Um, I had James Goff on here. Oh, that um, probably, he said a lot of curse words. A lot of F-bombs. That's how he talks. And I actually got messages from people saying, I, I hope you, I hope you're going to delete that episode. I'm like, no, I'm not going to delete the episode. I put on there like, you know, yeah, you know, there'd be a strong language. Explicit. I said, yeah, warning, explicit language. And they're like, I know you're going to delete it. You'll do the right thing. I'm like, well, no, the right thing's leaving it up because I'm a. You'll do the right thing? What is this? Well, what are we. (laughs) Well, I said, I I said to somebody, I'm a, first, I'm a stand up comedian and I will never, ever, ever take away someone's right to free speech or uh, saying anything they want uh, in a a performance space. So, no, I said, well, it is listed, I listed it as explicit language. I said, so you take it as as that. She was listening in the car with her kids. I'm like, well, maybe don't do that. So, yeah, I I, I, di- yeah. I digress. Um, like, how is that your problem? It's not, like, but it becomes my problem. I was in the car with my kids. All right, well then, turn it off. You're turn an adult, you dummy. Listen, when I when I was a kid, my dad listened to Howard Stern. That's how I got into Howard. Yeah, and he said, well, to and me, "Look how you turned out. Look how You're I turned out. Fine. It's just fine. It was funny. My dad be like shaving in the bathroom, and my mom would turn it down when it got like really raunchy, and he would come out with like shaving. He's like, like lid." I, I'm in there. The water's right. I can't hear it. Can <laughs> he turn it back up again? <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll do some questions here. And this is where it's really going to get funny. And here's the thing. Um, you guys you guys know me as the guy who comes on here and is very inspirational and very. Oh, uh, here he goes. Here he goes. He's got to preface it. Everyone. A... When Anthony starts prefacing something, <laughs> just know that a lot of shit's about to hit the fan. You guys know me. Well, I the Comedians know me a little differently. Uh my nickname with a few guys is Mr. Unpleasant. And I think it's that was your nickname. You no, nicknamed yourself. I did not. You used to have unpleasant. You would have yeah. stupid, stupid hashtags. You would hashtag well, I would do that after. Up. But the first people to call me that was Joe Starr and Chris Monty. They used to call yeah. me. They used to call you the, they used to call you Mr. Unpleasant. I don't know where I got that name from, but so I'm going to preface that. And, uh, hope we'll get into it a little bit. Happy. Mr. Happy. We'll get into a little bit. Um, we'll talk about my birthday show up. too. But, well, I'm I'm here. You you. you I used here. to call you Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy is what he used to call me. Yes. Okay. So here, yeah, Mr. Happy. Here is the first question. Um, first question is: How did you meet Anthony? First impression. Oh, hilarious! Um, I met Anthony at the McGuire's open mic when I walked up to him. As a new comedian, been doing it all of four days, and I said, "Hey, uh, I'm Brian. I signed up for the the um, open mic, and I was wondering when it, will I be going on?" 
and I said it very politely, and Anthony's response was, eh, you know what, well, you, why don't you go sit over there, and I'll tell you when you're going on. So that, that's what he said to me, okay? And you would think as somebody who is making him money, because I don't know if you guys know how comedy shows work in the beginning, you would do bringer shows, so you bring people to the show so you can go on stage, and Anthony was making uh, $3, $4 a head on every person I brought. And you would think he would be nice to me. No, why would he be nice? Why would he, why would somebody who's paying his fucking Verizon bill be nice to him? You know what I mean? Why, why, why would he be nice to me? No, he was not nice. He told me to go sit in a corner and I was like, well, what is up with this guy? So that was your first impression? That's true. That's a true story. There's nothing exaggerated about that story. I, no comment. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was like I was bothering him. But he was the one who hosted the open mic. So it's like, no, you're going to get bothered at these things by people. And, oh, God, just go sit over there and I'll let you know. That's what he used to say. Get you like the seventh person to ask me. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess that justifies it. Well, it doesn't justify it, but I'm just saying. Um, Yo, where did you get your haircut? You look, what are you going to a black, what are you going to like a speakeasy barber? I went to my brother. My brother did your, it. Your brother did that? Yeah, he put my head on the cold cut slicer and cut my hair well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has he has a buzzer with, like, attachments. He did the kid's hair. Came out good. So I let him just uh, do my sides. Mm-hmm. The top I left, is, you know. It doesn't wrong. look half bad. No, this, I'm pretty happy with it. You know, it's the, the yeah, pandemic cut. Bad. So you can go to Finn's yeah. Deli. You can get an Uncle Cheese sandwich and uh, a haircut on the side. And then and an Uncle Cheese haircut. Yeah, two, two for one. <laughs> Uh, here's another one that I, I don't know how you're going to, how would you describe Anthony? Oh God. How, wait, how do you people see him or how do I see him? No, how do it's the questions for you. How do you, how do you describe Anthony? Oh, okay. You're salty and angry and you put on a fucking smile. Like it's so, it's so unbelievable how fake that smile is. That's the way, <laughs> that's the way I see it. That's the way I see Anthony. And people might say I'm being harsh right now, and I'm not. I'm, anyone who knows you knows I'm not even being harsh right now. You always say they Saltiest person I've ever met. Hey, and uh, granted, sometimes it's really funny when you're salty to certain people. <laughs> to certain people, it's <laughs> It can be really funny. And in fact, sometimes I look forward to it. I look forward to your saltiness sometimes at a comedy club. I go, oh, God, Anthony's going to be there. It's going to be great. Okay. Yeah, All that's right. how I see it. Yeah, you're salty. Okay. Um, I got another one for Mr. you. Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy. Somebody wants to know, why do you think I'm single? God, there's not enough time on a podcast <laughs> to go through that. <laughs> why do I think you're single? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Why do I think Anthony's single? Um... I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't even know where to begin. I actually don't even know where to begin with you. <laughs> wow, it's that bad? I'm, I'm sure it has nothing to do with your, your just overly joyous personality. Um, I don't know. Why would you be single? I've been nice to uh, my girlfriends. I, don't, I used to see you. I saw you with girlfriends before. You were you you seemed very nice and loving. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know why. Okay. You're I'm not sure. Yeah, you I don't know. That. Probably because probably because you don't you don't um uh, maybe you don't put the effort in. But me I I but I don't know if that's a right I don't know if that's a right analogy because I don't I don't see I don't 
I don't know. It's hard because like I don't see you enough. I'm not on your Tinder profile, so I don't know what you're saying. I don't put pro- I don't put effort into that. That I don't put effort in. That's what I mean, but that's my that's my point. Like, because I don't want to meet somebody. I don't want to meet somebody that way. I, I'm on it because I'm on it, but I'd rather meet somebody in person. Like, hey, like you know. I know, but nobody meets in person. Creeps, I mean, creeps meet people in person. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not a creep, but I, I just want to. Yeah, creeps meet people. Nobody, no, nobody meets in person. If somebody walked up to me right now, they're like, like, uh, oh, I met them in the park. I'd be like, yeah, he was stalking you. Get the get out of there. Right. That, there's a part two to this question. Oh God! They want to know uh, what kind of girl does Anthony like. What is he really looking for? What kind of girl does Anthony like? Yeah, I think they're trying to find out something. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Like, yeah. What is it? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm being interrogated. Um, what kind of wait? What is the question again? What kind of girls does Anthony like? What is he lo- really really looking for? You know what he's looking. I can, I don't know what girls you like. I think that's a bloated question. I yeah. Think, I don't think. I don't think you have a type. I don't think there's like no. He likes black hair with red fingernails. Like I don't think that's a thing. Like nine hundred two and zero era Tiffany Amber Thiessen. There she is. That's my. That's what I'm looking oh, for. Okay. Yeah. So like <laughs> one of the most beautiful women ever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you want a supermodel? Okay. Um, Not a supermodel. Just what do uh, you what? what what am I looking for? What was the second question? Oh, what are you looking for? Yeah, what am I? I don't know. I guess you're for? just looking to be loved, Anthony. That's you need it. a big hug. That's what you need. You need a big emotional hug. I'm not yeah. talking about physical hugs. Big emotional. You need, hug. you, this is what, ready. This is what you need. You need a girl who's gonna. You need a girl who is going to, um, make you your Weight Watchers food weighed out perfectly. And then also, she's going to have to be able to watch nine innings of a Yankee game. That's good. It's going to be hard to find. True Those story. are the two things. Those are two major things. All right. I mean, I'm very particular also, think, with my food. If, yeah, I think you're very. I think you're also very stuck in your ways too. And yeah. I think a girl has to conform to you, and you won't conform to anyone else, and that's probably your major problem. It's in the past, I've conform, being, I've conformed, but then I resented for it. You don't, yeah, but that's what I mean. It's a, uh, it's not. You're not conforming. It's like it's a mutual. You're coming together yeah. as a as a pair. Not like you have to change your life to be more like me. And I think you're a little more stuck in your ways. So I think that's probably one of the reasons. But well, you know, what do I know? I'm not a psychologist. Exactly. Um, here's another. <laughs> he's missed a relationship now that he's engaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see, Brian. Uh, Anthony says you're pretty fit. Um, so what are your favorite at home workouts right now? Oh God. I do, uh, right now I'm doing a lot of push up variables, uh, and sit up variables. So basically I'll do push ups on, uh, I have, I bought two buckets, so I will do push ups Like, um, it almost looks like it's inverted, like a incline and decline push ups, And then I'll do diamond push ups. Uh, it's hard to do it. And Everything body weight related. Okay. So body weight, anything body weight uh, related is probably the best way to describe it. It's just all body weight exercises because I don't have I don't have dumbbells. I don't have any of that stuff. So, um, and also yoga is a great one. Even if you're not, even if you're not, look, yoga has been around for like ten thousand years. Yeah. Okay. When something's been around that long, it's good for you. 
Okay. It doesn't let, like, it doesn't last. <laughs> it's good for you. So just, if you, you've never done it, I, I'm not even a yoga person, but I do it once or twice a week because I go, well, it's been around for 2000 years. It's got, they be might be onto something. Yeah. They might be onto something. It might be good for you. So I, yoga is a good one to do. If you don't have a, a regimen, that's a good one to start. And you go on YouTube, there's millions of videos of like beginner yoga poses and what to do and all that stuff. So you can always find that YouTube is really good for their home workouts. Okay. Um, let's Those see. are my favorites right now. So first thing you're doing as soon as the quarantine is over, what, what's that? Uh, I'm going to the gym. And then the second thing will be depending on the time, yeah. whenever they say it's up, it'll either be going to a comedy club or it'll be going to get a haircut. Same, I'm on the same, same page as that. Uh, gym which i never thought i'd say like if you would have told me like five years ago that there's going to be a crazy pandemic that we're gonna have to be inside the first thing was like awesome um that's what i (laughs) (laughs) nice but the say if you told me that the thing i miss most is going to the gym every morning i would tell you that you've actually lost your mind but i'm actually looking forward to that too is uh is going to the like i would love to do that one day like our like like that's our gtl we'll go gym uh, yeah, haircut, Jim haircut so comedy. Yeah, probably what it all. I'm hoping GHC. it's going to be a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's one that's that I think is going to be funny. Um, advice for someone meeting Anthony for the first time as friends. As friends? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it took me two years to become friends with him. So good luck. And I saw him like every every Thursday and Sunday and Friday and Saturday. And I saw him five, four to five times a week and we weren't friends. So good luck we meeting him for the first about? time trying to be his friend. And you know what you should do if you ever meet him is you walk up to him and you touch him on his shoulders. He loves that. Anthony loves to be touched. He loves people walking up to him and touching him. He has a really great reaction to it. You should, <laughs> you should also call him. Big boy, too. Hey, big boy, how are you? Uh, and watch, just watch how much fun it's going to be for you after that. <laughs> my my friend, my friend Lauren says, I need a girl who's willing to wear my Chewbacca mask. That's true, too, Isla. That's true. You do need that. <laughs> so there's advice. I thought it would be a funny one to, uh, to ask you. Um, here's, they, want a lot of, they think you know a lot about me, I guess. They say, Anthony says he's shy. Is that true? Um... Yeah, I'd say that's. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's why you're mean to people at first. It's an insecure. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a defense. Mechanism. I don't know if you're mean, but you know what I mean. Like you're a little standoffish, and I think it's because it's because you're shy and you're not sure. And there's a oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if you're going to be around for long. Type type thing, and then when you realize that the person isn't a isn't a psycho or whatever then you're like oh okay i'll talk to you, you know yeah you? and it's almost is it, is it like weird when that first happens like hey what's going on like a, a night is that, that was that weird and you've still never said that to me i've yeah. known you for eight years you've still never said hey how are you you never said that. i say it all the time no you don't you know how i know because your voice just went up an octave <laughs> so you're full of shit that's what that means oh maybe right when i call yeah, you, I don't you you don't pick up the phone with it calling me names maybe i, I would say something I nice have, I have voicemails of, from you. I have voicemails from about, you too. <laughs> you talking shit to my <laughs> about me to my voicemail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guilty as charged. All right, let's see. We got yeah, one, exactly some more questions here. They got a lot of relationship so, stuff. 
uh, we can wrap this up because I gotta go. To, uh... All right, I'll ask a couple. Many things. All right, there's a couple more questions, and we'll wrap it up. Okay, one more question here. Um, do you know if Anthony it's has a, a crush? If so, do tell. We can't. Uh, we can't get him hooked up. So we so we can get him hooked up. They won't. You know, they wonder if I have a crush, so they can get me hooked up. Where's that crush? I'm not saying who asked it. Where? Um, do you have a, wait, what was the question? Do you have a crush? Who is it? Yeah. And basically they want to know cause they can get me hooked up. I, I don't think, I don't know, uh, I don't know anyone offhand I don't. besides Tiffany Amber. Yeah. Here's one more. And save the bell. One more then I'll wrap it up. This is a good one here. Uh, Anthony is called D bag and Mr. Unpleasant. Is he really that bad? D bag. You're not a douchebag, yeah. Mr. Unpleasant. Yeah, but you're not a douchebag. Well, D-Bag is my, is my nickname funny. in high school. My cousin gave me that name. You know, the cousin that you love. My my cousin oh, that... that. My cousin, oh, I uh, him. yeah. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's the best guy ever. He would always say, ah, oh, you're a real D-Bag, like joking around, and the name <laughs> just stuck. The godfather stuck. of my... The godfather of your kids, isn't he? Yeah. Very funny. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. All right, well, you know. I, I didn't know that. I know that that was your nickname. Yeah, that's what my, my friends call me that. Yeah, my, my, my friends, uh, in high school, my nickname was D-Bag, and it just stayed like that way. Yeah. You know, we all have those nicknames, but well, uh, what else was I going to say? Um, yeah, and, you know, it's funny, like, you know. I, like it fit. Well, the, the whole, the, you did my birthday show, and uh, if uh, yeah. a lot of the stuff that I was hoping, you didn't really come out as much, but you told a couple of stories that you told at the birthday show. And uh, the people that didn't believe you. So I'm wondering now if uh, they'll believe you here. It It's fascinating <laughs> that I, people came up to me after that show and were just like, Anthony would never be like that. And I'm like, are you, are, who are you? Are you drunk? How many, how many drinks did you have tonight? Because you definitely went over the two drink minimum. Because <laughs> there, I didn't even exaggerate those stories. So, and that, you know, it's funny. The first, the first time I time i ever did that bit about you yeah it was that night it was that night and i net and then that bit became a major part of my album and that was the first yeah it's it's funny that watching comics that know me listen to that bit and people that know me listen to that bit like even my father said it was spot on like it <laughs> was my father my father's favorite bits too he actually loved that bit um, but we're, as we're wrapping this up, I'll let, uh, tell everybody where they could find you on social media and they, where they can get your album as well. Again, let them uh, hear that. Uh, you can find me at, uh, at I am I A M B R Y A N M C K E N N A at I am Brian McKenna on Twitter, Instagram, all that BS. And yeah, you can buy my album on iTunes. Just type my name, Brian McKenna, B R Y A N. M-C-K-E-N-N-A, and it should come up. And hopefully uh, this pandemic's over soon, and you'll be back on the road with uh, Mr. Jim Brewer hitting those 40 yeah, cities. Yeah, whatever that is. So, whatever I mean, this podcast has a reach uh, all over the country. You guys listening, definitely uh, check out Jim Brewer and Brian to see when they'll be back on the road again, and definitely go check out those shows, and then you can see the joke in person and know exactly who he's talking about, which uh, I think it makes it yep. even, even better. Um, but thank you, Brian, for uh, for joining me today on the WW Bro podcast. You want to see Taylor? Hold on, Taylor. Yeah, she wants to say hello. Yeah, you could say hello. Hold on, let me take off the. No, only Anthony can see it. Only yeah. I can see it, but they all hear you. 
I don't know. Oh, she. I have the background, so I can't get the. I oh, can't get the background off. The, I don't know. The future, oh. Mrs. Brian McKenna. I kind of see like a shadow. It looks like a looks like a ghost story right you now. Should have popped in there now. Hey, kind of. I see like the outline of you. Yeah, it's. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. let me go. I'll talk All right. To you later. Well, thanks, thanks for, for uh, on, thanks for joining in, and uh, I'll talk to you later, man. Later, man. All right. That has been episode. 118 of the WW Bro Podcast. As always, you can listen on iTunes and please five-star rate and review. As well, you can get it on www.bropodcast.podbean.com. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single Something to Believe that is also available on iTunes. You can also check out my friend Nick Demonscar, his band called Demonscar. He wrote this song, Something to Believe. Check out his new stuff with Demonscar, also available on iTunes as well. Only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show. And tell him that you like my haircut. He did a good job. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at ComicAnthonyD. The podcast is available at WW Bro Podcast. You can find all my comedy dates and upcoming appearances at, w, at uh, AnthonyDLive.com. And once again www.bropodcast.podbean.com Folks, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I do apologize if you were watching live for the technical difficulties. We got that all squared out. We'll be back at normal time next week. Thank you guys for joining. I'll talk to you later.